Hello and welcome to the 90s Galore Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Zaldivar, and we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've only been gone a few days. You know, I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, I don't know, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I feel like right now, but I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's just put it that way. And we have a splendid, splendid episode once again in store for you tonight. I have a guest who's been uh, who's been here uh, on the '90s Galore podcast. Uh, I think twice. I think this is his third appearance, and uh, we're really excited to have him back. And uh, we're gonna switch it up today. We're gonna we're gonna go uh, back a decade. I know this is a '90s Galore podcast. I know I know th- I know it's the '90s, but this is a wild card episode, ladies and gentlemen. Wild card episode, and again, a wild card. Anything goes on the wild card episode. We could talk about anything, anything, you know. So, yeah, we're just gonna go back a few years to 1983, and um, you know, explore and talk and, and and jump into this film that we uh, we my my guest and I so dearly. Uh, are fond of and um, James are you there yes Andy how you doing brother hey good, good man good thanks for being here James Taylor everybody he is I think this is your third time right this is my third time man so I'm I'm, uh, I'm honored to be here uh, for the third time and uh, looking forward to another great night of uh, talking uh, all the themes of uh, the things that we love oh. a lot of times that's music and music and uh, and movies that's our theme, brother. Yeah, right. Exactly, man. I mean, what? Uh, what else do we want, right? We're 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 uh, in the confines or uh, of our own home, and we're talking, uh, like you said, uh, movies. We're talking music. We're talking the things that we love. Yeah, man. I couldn't have said it better. And uh, one element that's very important, I think, here is is the game of football, right? Oh, definitely. That's one of our passions. Yes, yes. And by the way, James, I want to uh, congratulate you. Uh, I know you're a big 49ers fan, San Francisco 49ers. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I know. And I'm a, I'm a divisional foe. I'm, I'm a Rams fan. But, hey, man, you guys are representing the um, the NFC, the NFC West, uh, California, all that good stuff. And um, congratulations, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's been a long time coming, dude. I mean, you know, we have that, that, uh, that, that, glorious uh franchise history but uh you know it's been a it's been a lot of years and um you know the more uh uh you know i guess as the time passes you just appreciate the more because you just never know when they're going to come back yeah this has been it's been a magical year and let's hopefully uh, we can keep it going and, and take down those cheats in the super bowl Definitely, man. Yeah, I think I'll be. I'm going to be pulling for you guys. And uh, well, I think the Niners were last. Their last appearance in the Super Bowl was, I think, 2013, 2012. I think. 2013, yeah, against the Ravens. Yeah, 2012, 2013 season. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, and that was the uh, that was the Hardball versus Hardball uh, matchup, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, it was. That was great. And, and you know what I Very thought? Very good Super Bowl, man. We blew it, dude. Oh man, yeah, I remember. And you know. I thought for sure it was going to be the Ravens again because, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, the way he was playing, and I thought you guys were on a collision course with those guys and just wasn't meant to be, but, you know, it could have been the rematch, I thought for sure. What, what were you thinking around, around that? Uh, I, I, was, I was hoping. So I definitely thought that uh, it would be the Ravens, but um, I, I was hoping it wasn't the Ravens because, you know, we just we have a problem with mobile quarterbacks, and we'll probably see a little bit of that uh, this this uh, this next couple of weeks here with uh, Mahomes, but 
Yeah. Yeah, we just have a problem with uh with quarterbacks who run. And uh it's just something that we gotta fix and um I think we have a good plan and I think the Titans were trying to do some things I saw the Titans did some things against Mahomes, but I just don't think they have the athletes to do it. I think the Niners have the athletes to do um some things to contain them and yeah. uh let the let the let the off defensive line do the rest. Oh yeah, that 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 D line is man. That is <laughs> that Bosa Bosa. I can't believe he's a rookie, man. Oh, I know, I know. It's unbelievable, man. So, but Great. I've been telling you, man, since the, since the first season started, I've just I've noticed that uh, you know just the, the way they play, and yeah. it's just uh, it's just unbelievable. So, and this way they control that control that line and pressure the quarterback. They absolutely it, it's going to be tough to beat them this year. Yeah, so, no. I yeah well so and then they, they get, I I was impressed with the run game and um yeah man everything was just clicking on you guys they were clicking on all cylinders and so it's gonna be a good matchup though too right I mean KC you know they they got a quarterback they got weapons they got uh, Hill uh, guys faster than you know the speed of light uh you know it's gonna be interesting so um but yeah man. Good. Congratulations! Yeah, we better get to thank you, bro. We better get to my homes before he lets that ball go because uh, our DBs are suspect. So we oh. Better, uh, oh, Richard Sherman, huh? <laughs> yeah, so he's fine. It's just all the other guys. They're, they're even in the they're, they're a little flashback, man. So if Mahomes gets free, what? lets that ball go, man. Everything's gonna happen. But uh, didn't Rich, Richard Sherman get, he gave up a touchdown uh, yesterday, right? If I'm not mistaken, no, he gave up two uh, days ago. Uh, he gave up a long. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did give up a yeah. He was it a touch? Like, did they score on that? I don't remember. I know I he gave up a lot. Either a long. Yeah, he gave up a big, long, like sixty-eight yards. Yeah, long. yeah, and he, yeah. yeah so. so he should have had some safety help, but you know, for sure, for sure. But yeah. I gotta, I gotta break down the film <laughs> after this call. Right, exactly, <laughs> man. You gotta, you gotta go back and, um, you know, let me know, bro. What you find? What you, what you come up with there? Um, I will definitely. Yeah, man. So, so fo- I mean, you know, it's per- this is a perfect segue, you know, for we're talking about football and uh, the film we're going to be covering tonight, man. It's uh, starring Tom Cruise. It's um, released in 1983, directed by a gentleman named uh, Michael Chapman, and uh, Michael Chapman is um, he he's been around. This guy has a very impressive resume. Uh, I think he's uh, he's about 84 years old now, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's not you know not a a household name, but when you look at his resume, what he's worked on, I mean, the guy was, um, I mean, he's won he's won Academy Awards, he's been nominated for Academy Awards, Um, he won a um, he he won best uh, he won an Academy Award for Raging Bull. Um, Yep, yeah, you know, best cinematography. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah. And I, uh, actually, no. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he was nominated, nominated for Raging Bull for Best Cinematography. Yeah, and uh, like you said, and uh, nominated for The Fugitive, uh, 1993 film with uh, Harrison Ford, Best Cinematography as well. And um, so he's got a very impressive resume that uh, just spans uh, decades, man. And uh, so Michael Chapman directed the film. The film I'm talking about is also starring Tom Cruise. I don't know if I mentioned that, but all the right moves, James. And it's a football movie. And what else could we ask for, right? And oh, yeah. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, man, 
I don't know about you, James, but I, I can remember you know watching this in the early '80s. At, at you know, you and I were born in the same year, and uh, you know, I remember being yeah, I don't know, eight years old watching this movie, man. Yeah, I think I was about the same age. I mean, in '83, I probably wasn't watching this movie, uh-huh. um, and uh, but I think right around the time probably Top Gun came out. Um, it was, I mean, Tom Cruise is the biggest thing, biggest thing out there. Yeah. Uh, but this was probably a movie that he made three, four years before top, before he made top Gun. So yes. a little bit older, but, um, yeah. So I just remember going to the, going to the, uh, the video store and that's the first time I saw it, but, uh, rent on every movie I could. I mean, I remember risky business and obviously, yeah. I, you know, my parents were letting me watch the outsiders, but, uh, we were a big football family. So uh, my dad goes, hey, this movie's got uh, Tom Cruise in it. It looks like he's a football player. Let's watch it. And uh, yeah, I want to say it was probably probably around 86 when I saw it. Um, okay. So I, was, I was probably about nine, ten years old when I first saw this movie. Cause that's around the time Tom, uh, Top Gun came out. But yeah, just a great movie. Yeah. yeah just a great movie and a, uh, um, um, yeah. something that I had never seen before. I want to say that's probably one of the first, uh, first like, true football movies I'd ever seen without a, a doubt movie about football yeah without a doubt yeah and I remember being um, you know yeah it's, uh, it would come on uh, Showtime or HBO one of those you know back in the day and then uh, I would just man I was just mesmerized by this movie because I was always um, I always had an intrigue about football you know being a kid I didn't play football until I was in seventh grade you know for the first time uh, but I always, I always wanted to play it. I always, um, you know, I would always watch it. You know, NFL, what have you. Uh, so I was always intrigued by it. And uh, watching this movie, uh, I remember thinking, "Wow, so this is what it's like in high school." And yeah, you know, it kind of just—I was mesmerized, man. I was mesmerized. And you I know. mean, it had to be one of the first like high school movie or high school football movies that was out there. I can't imagine, I can't remember any other movie um, around that time that um, that was about high school football. Uh, maybe. Lucas, maybe? Yeah, that took a serious spin on it. <laughs> yeah. So what, what did you say? I, I was going to say, remember that movie Lucas? It was uh... yeah, Lucas. Lucas was one. Uh, Wildcats <laughs> with Goldie Hawn. Oh, wow, there you go. Yeah. But Johnny B. Good. Like a, <laughs> yeah, Johnny B. Good. But these were, this was like a serious, like, hey, let's, be, let's get down into this. Let's let's talk about it. And, and at our age, we were just, we were a little bit older and both probably both aspiring to, you know, to play high school football. And, um, so that's what always like attracted me to this movie was, you know, this was the first time I see, wow, like, you know, I knew about high school football and I knew, you know, the rigors of it. So you're like, wow, this is like, you know, this is kind of the way it is. Yeah, exactly. Without the joking and the comedy. Cause I mean, wild <laughs> and, and those ones, those are kind of like, right. You know, Slapstick uh, movies, but these were. This was uh, one that was like, hey, like, you know, this is this is getting into like some serious stuff here. Yeah, we're getting into the uh, the intricacies, right, of uh, the details about the game. Um, yeah. and you know, the whole, you know, you had this rivalry uh, city across town, and um, you know, the, the whole community comes in, backs up the team, and uh, yeah, man, it was it was exactly James. You know, it's cool, it's cool how they 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 featured that those elements and um you know what it means you know what it means to what a high school football team means to a community man you know a small oh, town you know and yeah, you know definitely right 
you, you have all these guys um, aspiring to get out of uh, their hometown and, and, and you know, get scholarships and do, you know, do greater things in life, you know, uh, perfectly um, portrayed here in the movie with, with the fictional town uh, Ampipe, right? You know, yeah, Ampipe, that's right. The steel town yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. And I want to say that's one of the first, you know, kind of thinking back or when I look at my uh, evolution as not only as a, a student athlete, but, you know, trying to get, trying to go to college. I mean, that kind of ingrains in your mind. Um, and, you know, we grew up kind of in the same area, but it's like, hey, I got to get away. I got to get out. I want to, I want to go do better. And right. uh, granted, we didn't live in the steel mill and, you know, our, our, our families weren't, uh, you know, working at the, the mill, but, right. uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's kind of ingrained in your head. And this is one of those movies that did it and you could feel it. I mean, even at 10 years old, you know, nine, 10 years old, I'm watching Tom Cruise and it's like this desperation of him like that. He just has to get out and he has to go and do better. And he has to, um, you know, remove himself from, from the delight that he has. So um, I thought um, Chapman did a great job of that and just kind of showing, you know, that um, Tom Cruise is that, that desperate boy trying to, trying to make it out and make something of his life. And, um, yep. you know, yep. you just start to really look into that. And, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a pretty sad story. I mean, if you really think about it, I just watched it a few months ago. And I was like, man, like this is, this is depressing, man. Yeah. He has uh you know, he's just like battling to get out and, you know, and then he's got all these people who are stuck there and, um, exactly, you know, man. It was, it was portrayed pretty well. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, it, yeah, it was released in October of 1983, James. So I, 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 I my birthday's in October. So I was, uh, I just turned seven when it came out and, um, yeah. So again, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I think I saw it maybe a, a year or two after it came out, you know, and, uh, I can't pinpoint, pinpoint exactly when, but I know I was a kid. I know I remember watching it in the eighties. Uh, like you said, around that same time when, um, you know, um, when Tom Cruise, I mean, yeah, he was the big thing. He just blew up, man. Yeah, yeah. and that's why I know I'm going to I'm gonna kind of place my timeline probably in, um, you know, that 85, 86 area, or that maybe probably even more towards 86 when when um, um, when when Top Gun came out because I was like, anything, give me anything, everything that Tom Cruise was, Tom Cruise was in at that time. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, you had Risky Business, you had The Outsiders, you had... Um, there's a movie I call that Losing It, and it's, it's uh, him with, uh, yeah. yeah, called Losing It, and uh, him and his buddies go to Mexico and they try to uh, go pick up on girls off there. Losing so, It, I, I, you uh, know, I, I've heard of it. I still haven't seen it, man. Oh yeah, man, it's a, it's a good one. So it's it, I mean, it's cheesy and it's stuff, but it's like, hey, you know, it's at that time, you know, Tom Cruise is playing that vulnerable, that young guy that you know <laughs> uh, he wasn't he wasn't the quite. Uh, you know, obviously he wasn't the movie star he was, but he wasn't the confident, um, you know, maverick. You know, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't that confident guy. So uh, that, those characters, he was evolving to that character. And yeah. uh, Stefan Georgievich was, was, fell right in line with that vulnerable, just kind of, uh-huh. you know, the world's against me kind of kid. And, Come, um, yeah. you know, and I got to make, I got to make better for myself. And, yeah. you know, and that's, that's true. It kind of, it, it aligned with his, uh, his ascent, right? Um, yeah. And in this movie, it made him a star, man. It made him a star. Uh, it was his um, his sixth uh, feature film. One, 
Yeah, uh, Six Fury. So he had made, yeah, he made, his first film was uh, Endless Love, 1981, Taps. Remember Taps? Oh, Taps. Taps was another good one. Right, right. And then The Outsiders, Losing It, and then uh, Risky Business, All the Right Moves, uh, 1983. Wow. And, uh, yeah, this movie put him on the map. And after that, it was just, you know, unbelievable, man. Unbelievable run. You know, you had uh, Top Gun, The Color of Money, co- even Cocktail, man. I'm going to throw co- Cocktail in oh, there. Oh, heck yeah. And he got a Razzie for that, by the way. Um, Did he really? Yeah. I yeah. love that movie. That was a great movie, man. I know. Yeah, I love Cocktail. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, that was a good one. Cocktails and Dreams. <laughs> right, right. Cocktails and Dreams, man. And uh, Brian Flanagan, right? Yeah, and, Brian uh, Flanagan, yeah. Which is great because I work with a Ryan Flanagan. So oh, wow. Is yeah. it? <laughs> Uh, does he want to be a bartender by any chance? Uh, he's a little bit. He's a little bit younger than me, so he doesn't get the cocktail recipes that I get. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, Tom Cruise, man, and he, uh, you know, he plays Steph Georgievich, and um, yeah, then you got the coach, uh, Coach Nickerson, right? Correct, T. Nelson, and uh, yeah, T. Nelson, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, which ironically he becomes a, you know. He becomes like his his uh, biggest character after you know this is is a, a coach, you know right. the TV series. Yeah, yeah. He he portrayed. Uh, I remember that show it was I think early nineties, right? Yeah, early nineties show. But yeah, another great. Uh, you know that was my first introduction to Craig T. Nelson. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I always see him as coach. I always see him as um, as Coach Nickerson. But yeah, you yeah. know, kind of, kind of his his uh, which is which is kind of funny is that his. Uh, and the more I understand it now, watching it more, but his 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 character was pretty in line with with uh, with Georgievich as well because they both are with Tom Cruise's character because he's also trying to get out. He's also yeah, you know, wants to do better. You know, he's a he's a um, a local high school coach, small town high school coach. Um, I think he was a typing teacher uh, in yes. the movie. You know, and he's constantly telling his wife, you know, like you know, I got to get out, I got to do something better, and. He wants to get out too, so right. um, they're both kind of on that that uh, that collision course here, and they're mm-hmm. just not really working together. Um, you know, you got Stefan Georgievich, who's you know constantly uh, defying uh, you know direction and um, uh, yeah. discipline. You know, yeah. has an attitude. Yeah. Um, so he divides defies those two uh, those things to show that he's that he, he needs to have those to be a good player. Exactly. Okay, you got you got uh, Nickerson, who you know is demanding those same things, demanding um, discipline, demanding obedience mm-hmm. uh, to show mm-hmm. that he's a great coach. And yes. I think that's why it was, you know, they, that's why he was so hard on him throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. everybody else seemed like they were falling in line. It just, it just for some reason, you know, Georgievich was just all over the board, man. Right, listening, and you know, so in essence, they needed each other. Yeah, um, yeah, you know more, you know more than more than they probably knew. Exactly, good points, man. And, and uh, yeah, at the beginning of the movie, you hear uh, uh, Coach Nickerson talking that he, talking on the on the phone. He's talking. He's he wants. He's um, you know someone's talking to him about uh, getting a, a, a coaching job he, that uh, in college, a college coaching job. But that uh, the coach from, uh, but you know who, quote unquote, you know who is up for that position, and and I read that uh, he was referring to a real life uh, coach Yanessa, 
uh, who was at uh, a nearby high school in that area. And he was a big oh, time. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was a big time high school coach. Um, Yanessa is his name, uh, last name. And uh, so they kind of, it was a reference to him uh, without naming him. And uh, so that, that was, I thought that was kind of cool. I read that in the, in the trivia. And uh, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Coach Yanessa, who's a, you can look him up. He's a real time, uh, real successful uh, high school coach in, in that area in Pennsylvania. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. You must have checked that out, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I always, uh, I, I like Nickerson. I just, uh, you know, I just kind of always felt like he was in for it himself. And, you know, just, uh, there was a there was a level of disconnect in his character. I felt like, yeah, you know, I felt like he was always a step ahead. He was always looking for that next job. And great. I mean, I've never coached high school football. I mean, you've been around. You know, you've you've been you've uh, you've walked those uh, those sidelines coaching. But um, right. you know, I for me looking at the movie, it just felt like he was a little bit disconnected, a little bit about himself, a little bit of like, well, who gets a scholarship, who doesn't, um, you know, and you know the the fact that he has all that power that he could ruin someone's life, like. Uh, when you did the Georgievich was, you know, you're just kind of like, God, what, a, what a dick. Like, you know, if you're really going to like just ruin this poor kid's life and right. you have all the cards. So as a kid, you know, you think about that and you're like, man, like do these high school coaches have like this much power? Do they have this much, you know, looking, going fast forward? Now, I mean, yeah, I know they don't have that kind of power. I mean, they're definitely an influencer, but they don't have the power to just shut the light switch off of your, of your, uh, you know, college career either. So, but as a, 10 year old kid going out growing up watching this movie you're kind of like damn like i'm gonna respect my coaches i'm gonna you know do what's right with them and listen to them and i was kind of like that kid anyways but this movie kind of <laughs> did a little scared straight tactic on me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> there's good good uh good parallels though. good 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 points man and i think um and by the way the 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 coach um donald yanessa uh out of uh aliquippa high school and uh, he was the one he portrayed the uh, actually he was the Walnuts High School coach uh, in the movie, but he in real life he was from uh, Aliquippa, and oh, okay. uh, apparently Aliquippa was a uh, you know powerhouse back in the day, and he was a very successful coach. Um, so, so yeah, James. What, so let's get into kind of uh, and then I, I want to mention. Uh, his love interest, right? Um, Leah Thompson, man, and who I thought was just a, you know, a babe, you know, <laughs> I thought she was hot Oh yeah. back then, man. You know, even looking back now, she's, you know, very, you know, she's hot, man. She's hot. And, uh, you yeah. know, they, you know what they did though, James, I read that, uh, they actually had Tom Cruise and Leah Thompson attend, uh, some local high schools. Um, the director, wanted them to uh, kind of remember what high school was like. And uh, so he had them go undercover as students um, at, at separate high schools, different high schools. Um, and uh, Tom Cruise's cover was blown shortly thereafter. He was recognized from TAPS. And uh, apparently Leah Thompson actually was, you know, was never – uncovered uh, she was even getting asked on uh, asked out on dates and stuff by her fellow uh classmates you know so i thought that was kind of cool that uh yeah they, that's, pretty, that's interesting yeah yeah you know? cool. yeah i mean you look at those actors and they were you know i mean 
they were probably in their twenties already, you know, playing high school kids, you know? So it's like, Hey, like I probably forgot how to, how to be a high school student. So they, they pulled it off pretty well. Yeah. Definitely, man. Definitely, and I want to say I think Cruz was uh, maybe in his uh, early twenties, right? I think he would be in, um, you know, when he made this movie in 1983. So if he was he was born in 1962, so yeah, he was about what 21 years old, yeah, playing a yeah, probably around there, yeah. So it wasn't too far off, right? I mean, he's yeah, only- yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, but definitely you're gonna need a refresher, man. <laughs> Yeah, but she did great. I mean, they they pulled it off pretty well, and uh, you know, kind of felt they looked like they fell right into the right into the characters, and uh, yeah, oh, but she was uh, she was one of the you know the hottest scenes in the eighties, you know, with with Red Dawn and oh yeah, Howard, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. I was going to say that. Yeah, uh, although my favorite was uh, she was in Space Camp. Space Camp. I remember that movie? Remember those kids that don't they like? No, I don't think they still a. Uh, or there, they go to space, and or they go to space camp, and then they accidentally go into space or something. Right, crazy. yeah. But and the space shuttle. Goofy. Yeah, so it was, uh, but yeah, she was always like one of the hottest ones, but mm-hmm. uh, which is weird because you see her, she's kind of, you know, she's, she's kind of nerdy in that movie, you know, she's a little band dork, you know? And, yeah, yeah, you know, I kind know. Of a naive girl, and, you know, just, you know, just not, uh, not letting Steph uh, be the, the, the high school guy he wants to be, so he's just, you know, he's just trying to be the. Uh, There's a family show, so I don't want to get all into the <laughs> get all into the nitty gritty of that. But, <laughs> but which is here's another fun fact. I didn't know if you know this, but it's like um, Tom Cruise is reading the script on this. Um, you know, she she had to do like two nude scenes. Yes, yes. In the movie, and she said, you know, like I, right, well, you know, like maybe maybe I'll just do one, or I think they the car scene. I think there was a, like brief nudity in that, but then the bedroom scene. Um, and he said, look, to make her feel more comfortable, I'm just going to get naked too. Right. I'll, I'll be naked as he well. Told, so it's just not fair that she only has to be naked. Yes. I read that too. He told, he told the producers, you know, and she, uh, apparently she was uh, very appreciative of that. And, you know, yeah. she, he stood up to the producers and she always, uh, you know, thanked them for that. She, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I read that as well. Yeah. And, uh, that's pretty cool, man. Tom Cruise, man. Yeah. He, he was, uh, Definitely a interesting guy, man. Very, uh, yeah, definitely ambitious, man. And um, so, so yeah, they, you know, they're in a small town, man. They're in, in Ampipe, and you know, they're dream, they're you know, they're dreaming of of, of better lives and what have you. And then the, everything's leading up to the big game, man, to the big game against Walnut Heights. You know, the crosstown rival. Um, and what about? The and you know I've talked about this before, man. That pregame speech uh, from Coach Nickerson, and I remember just being man mesmerized, absolutely, just like thinking, "Wow, this this you know how motivational was that?" You know, even as a kid, man, I was like, well, "This is what the coaches talk about. This is what it's like," you know. And uh, even to this day, you watch that scene, man. It's just like those kids are ready, man. He gets those guys ready to play, man. Yeah, yeah, they were ready to go, man. They just. Uh... Um, yeah, a speech. I mean, you know, just everything about that whole scene. I mean, that locker room scene, getting ready for that uh, that game. Um, you know, it just feels like the movie itself. Like, I wish there would have been like more football scenes. I wish there would have been more like football games. And I mean, what you showed. I mean, there was no like. I, I wish I would have seen games leading up to that. Yeah. Uh, because you really you, you you start to kind of get get 
tied in with these characters. You start to get this invested interest as him as a coach and then each one of the players right. and then, um, you know, as they're in practice and then you got, you know, and then it's like, Oh, we're, you know, they have a couple of practices and then they, it's like, all right, we're playing the big game. And then after that, it's like, it's not a really a football movie anymore. You're not seeing football stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, and I love that. You know, I wish they would have kind of carried that out a little bit more. I, um, I agree, man. I agree. I wanted more football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wanted more football because it was just, I mean, it got too hyped up, man. I mean, just that, that bus ride and, you know, I go on the bus and oh, you know, you see the nerves and then, um, you know, they get to the stadium and they get to, to Walnut Heights and, uh, you know, I like, I like they put that football, the old football and the, remember when they put the old football right in the, the beginning and everybody was walking and they would touch the football. Oh yeah. Great. That's great. So just all those traditional things. That right. I like, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff that was just that I would fire me up as a kid and then just hearing the speech and, you know, individually picking out players and saying, you know, they're not going to be able to, you know, you know, stop your arm rifleman, you know, can't, is there anybody out there that can stop you? And no, sir. And, you know, it, it, <laughs> he was pointing out individual players. And oh, you know, I mean, no. I always, I always thought it was weird when Georgievich was like banging his head against the wall. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> in today's uh, CTE world, I don't know if that's going to be uh, recommended. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, but you remember when he was uh, when he was getting ready and he was putting on his pads, he had his uh, crucifix and he would take his crucifix down to his uh, right. his chest. Like he would grab a piece of tape. So yeah. I would do the same thing. Oh, that's so awesome. I, I, that's I awesome. got that from that. So I wore my I wore I wore my necklace every game and um, she was all the all the way through, man. So I would just tape it down Is with a right? piece of tape and go to go to battle, man. That's awesome, man. I I used to wear uh like um I was gonna mention uh yeah, I had I had a similar um uh I had a gold chain I would wear for good luck. But you know, I didn't I didn't think to tape it up like that, man. it was yeah. just kind of free flopping everywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Tom Cruise did it, I said if it worked for Tom Cruise, it's gonna work for me. So yeah, I did it. <laughs> right. Right. But I just didn't yeah, I didn't think about it, man. And um but yeah, that speech I think is like one of the greatest speeches, man. Uh, football speeches and in, in movie history. I think uh, we also uh, like uh, Al Pacino on any given Sunday. And that's a great one too, yeah, that's man. That's a great one. Yeah, I, that's a great one. Oh yeah, man, that's awesome, awesome. But uh, and, and you know, uh, when it comes to football movies, I think uh, all the right moves is right there for me. I think uh, it, one of my all-time favorite football movies, of course, uh, Rudy's right there. Uh, the program, you know. You know, uh, what about Johnny Be Good? No. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that one. Yeah, that one, that one was goofy. Yeah. Um, no, same with you, man. I mean, I like I like Danny Given Sunday. Uh, that was a well done movie. Varsity Blues was really good. Yeah. Um, Varsity Blues. Football movie. Um, and then, you know, those are the more serious ones. Right. Uh, but I still, I like, you mentioned Lucas earlier. I love Lucas, Lucas and uh, <laughs> Wildcats with Colby Hahn. Uh, there was another good movie too. You should check it out. Did you see that movie, the football movie with Dennis Quaid? It's oh. called Everybody's All American. No, I never. I haven't seen that. I've I've seen. Oh, you got to check that out. That's I've... that's another good football movie. Really? That's a good. Yeah, it's a good play. It's uh, Dennis Quaid and um, oh man, her um, uh, John Goodman's in it. He's like his best friend and um, <laughs> and um, Jessica Lange. I think is in it too. Maybe oh, wow. maybe it's Jessica Lange. Uh huh. I don't remember which one it is, but it, it actually follows him. He's an LSU college football player, and it follows him through uh, through college um, and then uh, through the pros. What's it called again? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Everybody's All American. Everybody's All American. And, and what? Uh, when did that come out? 
Oh, uh, that was like that was like mid eighties as well. Okay. Oh, okay. But very wow. serious. It's a serious movie. I gotta check yeah, that it's out. Like a, it's like a drama, but it's it's like you know, kind of goes through his life and uh, well made movie. It goes through just touches on a lot of issues and uh-huh. um, um, it's based in like the sixties. Okay. Oh wow! Okay, okay. Yeah, so I think it's like based in the sixties. So it's, uh, uh, but um, yeah, it goes over, um, you know, touches on some um, um, racism and uh, you know stuff like that. So it's just a good, good yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay. I gotta check that's, that. Out. That's up there. That's like in my top five favorite football movies. For sure. For Real sure. Well movie, yeah. Yeah, and then you know, what about Necessary Roughness? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh-huh. I enjoyed that one. I, I liked I thought, it. Scott Bakula. <laughs> yeah, Scott Bakula, and yeah, uh, exactly, man. Yeah. There wasn't too many football movies, I mean, to this day that I don't actually check out because I love the sport, I have a passion for the sport. So if it's if it's something football related, chances are I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. Right, um, definitely. Any most recently, I mean, Blindside was a good one. Um, oh yeah, um, yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Blindside. One. That was that's a great movie. And um, Remember the Titans was another Remember football the t- movie. So. I was going to mention that. You know, you yeah, meant- but uh, but in terms of speeches, man, I mean, I think uh, I mean, any given Sunday and all the right moves. Those are, sure. those are great locker room speech movies. What about uh, John Goodman's in the Revenge of the Nerds? That, that's <laughs> no, that's a good one too, man. Yeah, set on yeah. Uh, University of Arizona campus. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But you mentioned John Goodman, and immediately, immediately, I thought uh, about that scene where he's <laughs> where he's getting he's pumping up his uh, his players about the to go kill the nerds, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think he says like two words, and they take off, right? Nerds, nerds. Yeah. Uh, with Bo- uh, ogre, ogre takes off, and yeah, ogre and Stan Gable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, good. I love that one though because there's probably like there's like 18 guys or there's like a dozen dudes and that's like the football team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, a lot of good movies though, man. A lot of good, a lot of good football movies out there. For sure, man. For sure, football. Uh, it's a, definitely a good subject, you know, to to make something, you know, to shoot a movie on and uh, write a story about uh, it, it, the, the so All the Right Moves was actually shot over uh, on location over seven weeks James um, in the, mm-hmm. yeah in the town of Johnstown Pennsylvania and yep. uh, you know uh, of course they, they called it uh, Ampipe you know in the movie and uh, the the actual game the big game versus uh, Walnut Heights was at uh, was shot at uh, Point Stadium which is also located in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, um, and but they used the the Greater Johnstown High School to shoot like classroom scenes and stuff like that uh, for you know for the movie. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar, James. Uh, they had a game. They called it the All the Rights All the Right Moves game between. I do remember that. You remember, yeah, that? I do remember that? Yeah, it was a 30 year anniversary of of the movie, and. Uh-huh. They, and they uh, they they dressed up in full uniform, just like in the, they used to this, the uniforms that were used in the movie, uh, the colors, and um, you know the jersey replicas, the uniform replicas. Obviously, uh, they played the game, man, and uh, which was kind of cool. You know, you can yeah, go. That's and, really cool. Yeah, and, yeah. I went. Um, so I, I mean, I like I said, man, I mean, I've been a, I've been a fan of, uh, I've been a fan of uh, this movie for you know almost all my life. And um, in 2015 or so, we went, uh, and our other uh, buddy, 
uh, Nick, uh, we went out to Pittsburgh because he's a big Steelers fan. Right. And, um, yeah, so we went out there and, um, obviously the, the, I think I even, we got out there for his birthday. Um, yeah, it was his 40th birthday. That's why we're out there. Yeah. So it was 2015. Okay. And we, I bought him an Ampipe shirt. So it actually says Ampipe and it's like a, like the yellow shirt and it's got the gold, the gold and black and it says Ampipe on it. It's got a full size, really, really cool shirt. So we're wearing it and, you know, we, we were at the bars and we're talking to people and we go to this local bar out in Pittsburgh and we were telling people, Hey, like we, you know, where's the, how far is Ampipe from here? And they were like, Hey, you guys know that Ampipe doesn't exist, right? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And they said, no. And you know, I was making walnut height jokes and, Oh uh, like, no, that those schools don't exist. So it took from when I first saw that movie to 2015 that we didn't know nothing about it. I didn't know I didn't know those two things didn't exist. So that's was, exact, That's hilarious. Oh, it was hilarious, man. So uh, you know, then we started to hear kind of the history of it from people there, and um, you know, and you know, we're hearing uh, uh, we're hearing about Johnstown, and you know, and they're saying you know that's a mill town. That's you know, and that's. Yeah, you know that's the way it is. So we we never we haven't gone out there, but I, I definitely want to take a take a trip out there because uh, you know see the high school because they, like you were saying everything was filmed on location. And, yeah. Uh, here's another piece of a uh, little little movie trivia. Did you know that? Uh, remember the movie uh, Slapshot? Slapshot. Slap the hockey. Hockey. Movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hockey movie. Right. That's filmed in Johnstown too. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It, so, John, so that was something else that I learned while I was out there. That's from the eighties so too, right? It. That's from the 80s, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. I think that might have been in the 70s. Wow. I think Slapshot's like a 70s movie. Slapshot. Man, that is crazy. Good yeah, stuff. So uh, I just thought it was funny. So we still go out there and we still make our ampipe and walnut hype <laughs> jokes. And, uh, you know, I think, it's, I think it's great. But if you ever, uh, and we should actually do this. I mean, you know, we take our yearly trip to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, and if you ever go out there to watch like a high school football game, uh, do it because it's 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 exactly how that movie depicts it. Wow! And it's 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 wild. And uh, uh, my buddy at uh, my work, um, he he's from Pittsburgh, so he grew up in a town called Connellsville. Oh, so wow. one time, yeah. So he, when I came back at fifteen, I told him I went out to Pittsburgh. He's like, no way! Like, and I knew he was from Pittsburgh, which is weird that he never told me that Empire didn't exist, but. Um, <laughs> He said, hey, next year when you guys go, I want to go with you. So we actually did the Friday. We got in late Thursday night. We did a Friday night football game at a small town in a town called Connellsville, which is somewhat like a Johnstown. It's not a mill town, but it's a small town. Wow. Where it's just football and everything. And the city just shuts down. And you actually see dudes like just walking from work going to the game. Oh, that's awesome. And, yeah. And um, so we saw a uh, high school football game on Friday. We went to Penn State, watched Penn State game on Saturday, and then came back to Pittsburgh and watched the Steelers play the well, Jets. Jeez, that's so, awesome. Uh, what a trip. Yeah, dude, so it was just a big, big football town. I mean, that's a football <laughs> state right there. Pennsylvania, yeah, man. What? So what What high schools did you see play? Uh, Connellsville High School. Co- Connellsville? Uh-huh. And what was yeah, it? Connellsville. Do you remember who they played? I don't played? remember the other school it was. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, it was like that was like legit, like just crazy football game, and the fans were packed, and it's just, and it's like everybody in the town just goes. That's awesome. And man. Just goes and it was packed. You know, we had we went to some pizza parlor before, yeah, and everybody's just there. And, you know, and it's just it's cold, it's raining, and it's just like the, you know, it's just just like the just like Ampipe, man. Yeah, man, I love stuff like that, James. I love, uh, yeah, you know, 
you get to experience, you know, experiencing a, a, a small town, just the, the culture, the, you know, their traditions, their customs. Um, I mean, you're in it, man, right there, you know, and, 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 and thousands of miles away from here, right? Southern California. And, uh, man, you just get to just immerse yourself in, in that, that life, you know, with uh, just a whole different life, man, whole different oh, yeah. world, right? Yeah, it is, man. Yeah, it I love is stuff simple, like that. Life simple out there, yeah. And, and as much as like they think that, you know, you know, looking like to where we grew up and looking at, you know, those those cities and, and those those areas in, in the Pennsylvania area. Yeah, I mean, life's so simple. Over there. They don't they don't have a lot of care in the world, but I guess they do have a lot of cares in the world because they're trying to get out. They're trying to. You know, I mean, even in the movie, the pitch, you know, right, right. You know, his brother was laid out, you know, George his brother was laid off and you know, he's trying to get out and he's trying to do better and his dad's stuck. And, you know, and they're kind of like, well, just work at the mill, you know, Yeah. I mean, remember the yeah. guy in the bar, he's like, you know, what do you, you know, I'm trying to get out of here. What do you, uh, you know, I don't want to be working at a goddamn mill my whole life. And remember the guy in the bar, he's like, Bosco. God damn mill, Bosco, yeah, he's like, the goddamn mill, the goddamn mill, you're the same goddamn mill yeah. your father worked at, your grandfather yeah. worked at. Yeah. So, and there's always a Bosco, man. I mean, so I think there's a Bosco at every high school. Right. Believe it or not, but there's always that one dude, man, that one, uh, that one, uh, that one booster, that one guy who's always, uh, uh, you know, the, the crazy super fan. Exactly, exactly. And speaking of Bosco, that guy, uh, James, uh, his name is James Bafico or Bafico. I don't know. I'm butchering his last name probably. Um, God, that guy has a pretty cool little resume as well, man. Uh, yeah, he the, does. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's done some he's done some acting, and uh, yeah, like he was a interesting character, man. That guy. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, Bosco he was definitely. Uh, yeah, he was, and just uh, you know, I mean, it's, those people take it serious out there, and right. you know, they went and they threw they threw the the trash on his lawn on on Nickerson's lawn, and right. it was just like, man, man, they just they just uh, took it uh, took it to another level over there. Exactly, exactly. Which which um, leads me to yeah, man. So the big game, you know, they're they're Ampipe is is uh, they're they're up right, and. Uh, Fast forward to the end of the game. I mean, they're, they're playing well the whole game. You know, Georgievich has a – I think he had an interception, right? Yeah, he picked uh, six. A pick six, right? Yeah, uh, he had a pick six. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, and then uh, – so they go up, and then late in the fourth quarter, um, Nickerson, I don't know what he was thinking, right? I mean, it starts to rain. You know, the, the field becomes just this mud mud puddle, a giant mud puddle, right? Um, and then things just just go south, man. You knew that it's just things got kind of ominous, man. When that when it started raining, you just knew something was going to happen, you know. And uh, yeah, so sure got, enough, they, they did everything about it, man. Everything started to change, and yeah, the momentum yeah. shifted. And then uh, the actual that running back for uh, Walnut Heights, man, he was actually a running back, uh, a real football player. Uh, yeah, Alexander. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, you know, they it's, it's late in the fourth quarter, James. Right, and all they have to do is pretty much take a knee. Uh, well, they well they stop them while while they're they're driving down the field, uh-huh. and uh, Georgievich gets the pass the pass interference call. Right. Remember right. They, they were practicing that at practice, and he kept doing it at practice, and he was yelling at practice. 
Oh, that's and right. Then, so, so that's what brings them to, you know, inside the five yard line. And then they have the big goal line stand. That's right. And then take over. Okay. And yeah, I remember. And then they, they're trying to run out the clock and they go and they just run the ball and they fumble, man. <laughs> Salvucci fumbles and then they recover in the end zone, right? Yeah, they recovered in the end zone. Yeah, and it was over. No time remaining, nothing. And it was over. Oh my gosh, man! Heartbreaker, man! Heartbreaker. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, I remember that, man. It was, I forgot the score, but they could have, like, I mean, everybody was like, he could have taken the safety. He could have, you know, there was just a lot of things they could do, you know, like you know, take the safety or you know. But the movie doesn't talk about like they don't go through those scenarios. It's like no, it just it's very it's weirdly done because they like they do the defensive stance. Everybody runs on the field and like there's confusion on the sidelines and then. Um, he, he tells him something. Nickerson tells him something, sends a uh, rifleman out on the field, and then uh, then they just fumble. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man. And then uh, so that's followed by you know the, so they, they they cut to the, the locker room, right? And then everybody's yeah. of course depressed, out, yeah. sad. You know, just completely just devastated. And uh, so Nickerson starts telling the team, hey, you know, uh, well, he, he singles out, uh, calls out Salvucci, right? Yeah, that's what he does. He tells him to quit or something. He quit on the team. Yeah. Got to hold on to the ball, calls him out. And then, then uh, George just stands up and gives his speech. Right. About, you know, he doesn't care what the scoreboard says. They won. They kicked everybody's ass tonight. And then then he goes, then he starts digging into him. Right. <laughs> And it tells him, well, we wouldn't have been down there if you hadn't just done what the way I taught you. And then he tells him, you, you know, you quit on me. And you quit, quit on this team. So He didn't quit. You quit, right? Yeah, you quit, man. Oh, <laughs> and that. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Nick <laughs> I is, love that scene when he, when he tries to get on the bus. He's like, no, 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 no. This, is, this bus is for players. Yeah. <laughs> you ride in the bus with the cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! And then doesn't he, he jumps on a he jumps in somebody's truck, the back of the truck, and yeah. uh, the, the, you know they're showing him on the white way home. He's drinking beers back there, and um, you know he's all angry he, and just you know he just, just starts to fall apart, man. That's yeah, he's he's falling apart at that point. Right, <laughs> he's hitting rock bottom. Man. Oh my gosh, man! The downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. So they go and they uh, obviously you know they go and and destroy the house. Well, they you know. Throwing, and he you could tell he was uh he was hesitant you know he didn't really want to do it yeah he didn't want to do it and then he remember he goes I just threw a little trash on your house he's like a little trash a little trash you threw a little trash on my wife my daughter yeah he said, I just I just threw a little trash on it I <laughs> <laughs> was messed up though man they like they took off about him though yeah oh, uh, he's my like God. running around he's trying to jump in the car and right yeah yeah that whole scenario was just bad he he should have been there. And uh, from that point, yeah, from that point on, Nickerson just has it out for him, man. He, he holds a grudge. He blackballs him from uh, coaches, uh, you know, college coaches calling on uh, uh, about Georgievich, you know, and he tells him, yeah. no, he, he completely blackballed him, man. And I, I remember, I really felt felt for that for his character, man. I felt for that guy, you know. He he was just a high school kid, made a mistake, yeah, you know. But uh, like you said earlier, man, Craig T. Nelson or, or Coach Nickerson had. He kind of had this chip on his shoulder the whole time, man. And yeah, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I think it really represented. You know, he's trying to he's trying to get his next job, and both of them are trying to get to that next level. Exactly. And they need each other. They need each other to get to that next level. So, so Georgia needs him to give him good, good uh, references and 
um, give him, you know, kind of direct him into the right way. But right. at the same time, you know, why, why would Nickerson do it if he's, if he's, uh, you know, not respecting him and, you know, showing that, well, you, you don't have control of your team. So exactly. what kind of coach are you if you can't control your players? So right. it was, uh, it was weird. It was, uh, it was, it was, those parallels are pretty, uh, pretty interesting there, the way they did that. Yeah, no, no, you're you're right, and exactly they were kind of uh, you see, yeah, you said they needed each other, and they were holding each other back, you know. Nick, yeah, they were. You know, Nickerson was yeah. sabotaging himself, you know, with because he needed uh, he needed Georgievich um, to get to that next level That's because because right. that was just going to make him look, you know, that much better as a coach. But yeah, yeah, he he was holding him back, and in, in doing so, he was holding himself back, you know, without even knowing it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it was uh, it was crazy, and then you know, he uh, obviously Georgievich had his way of like he wanted. I mean, early on in the movie, when the recruiter comes to talk to him, and you know, asks him, you know, like, hey, we're willing to give you a scholarship, and he, you know, he kind of passes on the scholarship, you know, and he's like, hey, like, no, I'm gonna wait it out. Oh, that's right. He, he wanted to be, yeah, he wanted to be like an architect or something. Yes, or I think it was, uh, yeah, engineer, an engineer, or an, an architect, an engineer, or something. Uh-huh. He was in the art and all that stuff. So right, but uh, yeah, then he gets on the horn and he, you know, calls up the coaches. You know, he's like, hey, well, you told me, you know, you have a spot for me. There, you, I always have a spot there. Uh, and it turns out that uh, it's, it's, and I don't know if you catch it in the movie. So now he's like, hey, like things are you know, things are falling apart and right. all the other guys are getting offers and scholarships everywhere. And, um, he's at the, he's watching, um, he's watching, um, Alisa, um, do like a play or something or like trying out for something performing. And some of the guys go up in the theater and some of the guys ask him, you know, how's, how's Syracuse? So I guess that was Syracuse at his house. And he's yeah. like, Oh no, nothing like, you know, like they, they're basically blowing me off now. Wow! So, so he had a ride at early in the movie, and he, mm. he gave it up. Wow! I, I didn't complete. Yeah, completely forgot about that. You're right. He he did turn down a scholarship. Yeah, but then yeah. all those dudes were getting everywhere, man. Like all those those guys were getting some rides, man. It's a big school. Yeah, West Virginia, and uh, what about Chris Penn's character, uh, Brian Riley? He got offered to uh, USC. Remember that? USC with his uh, with his two point GPA. Remember that? His what? Remember his two point GPA when he announced <laughs> he's going to USC. USC and he said, "I hope this. and they're going to even accept my two point GPA." Oh man! <laughs> but you know what, James? You know what killed me there, man? With that, with his situation, he ends up turning down the scholarship because he gets his girlfriend pregnant, and yeah. he says, "Now I'm gonna I'm gonna decline. I'm gonna." And I remember thinking, man, how, what, 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 where's his parents? You know, who, who, who's telling him, who's giving this kid advice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, was, man. Then he, then he gets married and, that, you know. Oh, that's like, right. Man, what the hell's going on here? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, he just gave up, man. He just gave up on, gave up on life at that point, man. It was just like, Gosh. I got, I got, I got to take care of this, man. And, yeah. And that's where, like, it's so sad because, like, George is just like, dude, like, we got to get out of here. Like, right. Like, it's like he knows, like, hey, man, like, you got to get out. You got to do something. There's students, you know, there's like family housing and there's all these things you could do. Like, right. keep going. And, yeah. You know, and 
And he was a uh, uh, Brian was a uh, Riley was a big uh, linebacker, middle linebacker. Yeah, he was a stud linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy, man. Yeah, man, and it's just I was like, well, "What are you doing, man? You're turning down a scholarship to USC. I mean, here's everything you wanted to." Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was definitely. And then uh, speaking of, yeah, speaking of like you had mentioned Salvucci. Now that was an interesting character too, because he, you know, he had some issues, but the movie doesn't ever really dive into like what what was going on with him. Right. You remember, there was a scene where he tried to go and like talk to talk to Nickerson, but Nickerson's on the phone and he's just kind of like, so Vucci, like, what's going on? So like they, they touch on that, like, so Vucci is going to like Nickerson for like some help, but he kind of gets like shunned. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, then he fumbles the ball. Okay. And then like, all of a sudden he gets in the class and gets arrested. Right. And I, right. And I must've missed something, but I don't know what he got arrested for. I, th- I think it was kind of drug related, man, or something, you know, you think so? yeah, I would, I would, yeah. I would suspect. I would uh, venture to say that it was. Yeah, and then he was like, "Help me, coach!" Remember, he didn't yeah. help me, coach. What are you, chicken? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he was a character, though. Remember his little trick in the classroom? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Paul Carafotis. Carafotis is his name. The actor's name. Um, Salvucci. Um, so Gucci, man, yeah, he was, he was. He, I liked his character. He was, he was, he was a funny little wild man. Yeah, right. I liked him. Right, right. There's always a guy on every football team like that. You know. Yeah, there's always something. Yeah. He's probably the 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 wedge breaker, right? He's like that wedge breaker guy, you know, on kickoff, yeah. who's just gonna fly yeah. down the field and risk it, risk, you know, put his body on the line and just without without uh, right. you know without any caution, man. He's like he was that oh, guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't do much afterwards. I mean, he did all the right moves, and he did some TV series. Yeah, and stuff. I think he was in a he was in Fight Club, believe it or not. Yeah, um, he was. Yeah, so I think he was a uh, um, um, the bartender or something in that movie. But exactly. Uh, but yeah, his character is. Uh, yeah, there was there's some some good little characters in there. I mean, no one really made it big, right? Other than. Tom Cruise. And Chris Penn had a pretty, uh, pretty good career. Oh yeah, Chris Penn, Craig T. Nelson, um, Leah Thompson for sure. You know, yeah, and you know, uh, uh, Rifleman. Uh, that guy, uh, his name is Walter Briggs. Uh, so he was the quarterback on the team. Okay. Um, so, so when they filmed that the movie, it was during the summer. Well, he was actually working out uh, because he was going to uh, um, uh, Montclair State. Oh, okay. okay. University or Montclair, Montclair University or one of those, Montclair State or something. In New Jersey, so I think. He right? actually, yeah, with the minute he finished the movie, he had to go right in the training camp for oh. uh, for his college career. Okay. Rifleman. So yeah. he was the one, he was throwing all those balls. That was like all him doing it. Wow. And um, yeah, so he actually even, um, you know, played with, had a pretty successful high school or college career and then even went on to play for the Jets. Uh, I think he, yeah, he played in the Jets on their strike year. Really? In the yeah, whenever the strike was, what was that eighty six or eighty seven yeah. NFL strike year? Mm. So yeah, oh. but he had a pretty good. Uh, you know, he was like a legit football player. Very interesting. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you know, uh, I was going to mention Leon. The actor Leon was also in the movie. Uh, he went on. He 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 did some. Uh, he had a pretty nice little career movie. Or I mean. He went on to do other films, um, you know, 
uh, you're familiar with actor Leon, right? He played Shadow. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, you're the wide receiver, dude. Yeah, he played Shadow. Yeah, he was the receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, he had a pretty good. Uh, he had a pretty good run, real good career. For sure, for sure. So he, he, yeah, he's another big name that was in the movie. Uh, and he went on and did. Um, I think wasn't he in um, Cool Runnings? I want to say. You remember that early movie? Yeah, I remember that. The Jamaican uh, bobsledders. Right, right. He was in, uh, yeah, Cool Runnings. And then he yeah, was in. He was in uh, I know he was in uh, Above the Rim as well. Above the Rim. Uh, the one with Tupac. Yes, you're right. He played Shep. That was his name. Yeah. Uh, Waiting to Exhale, The Five Heartbeats. I mean, he, he did Five a lot. Man. Yeah, so he did some good stuff, man. Yeah. Right, right. You know. But um, so yeah, man, that, that was a solid, solid little cast, you know, from all the right. Yeah, moves. Was. I, I wish that guy Tank would have uh, would have done. Uh, remember Tank, uh, the chubby white guy, <laughs> kind of like a like yeah. a, a decent alignment or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, he, he was the dude dancing in his underwear. Remember at the, in the uh, in the locker room, he had his uh, jockstrap on, and he was just dancing yeah. away, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, and then uh, so yeah, James, and so everything kind of. Uh, evolves you know and he's uh, so i think he finally comes to um realization that he's he's gonna just you know he's gonna be working he's gonna work at the steel mill with his dad and his brother um you know he, he just accepts it and then uh his girlfriend right um goes and talks to nickerson's wife to kind yeah. of maybe you know you know consider uh forgiving um you know uh, Steph, uh, Steph Georgievich, for you know for me, for his wrongdoing, and uh, so she she you know, she goes and talks to his to Nickerson, and um, man, the story I like the, the, it's a beautiful ending to the movie. It's a I mean it is a beautiful ending, yeah, it really is. And did he he well he goes to Cal Poly, uh, right? Which storyline it it goes through because his, Cal Poly is a like an engineer uh, architecture school, and yes, engineer school. Yes. Yeah. So it kind of falls in line there. So they did some good research there. But uh, now, does Nickerson? He's going to go coach there as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or exactly. No. No. no that's, he he's went. Gonna coach. He was going to coach there. He's going to coach there. Did he get the coaching job there as well? Yes. He he was the head coach there, and okay. Uh, so then he comes gets some gets in the play. Right. So he comes in. Uh, you know, remember at the end of the movie there where he he shows up and and uh, Steph is leaving. You know, he's they're getting out of work. Uh, they're going home and he's walking out and, um, you know, Lisa, the girlfriend comes, you know, comes up and he's like, Hey, what's he doing here? You know, he sees, uh, he sees the coach and yeah. she's like, yeah, I think he wants to talk to you. Why don't you go talk to him? You know? And she knew what was going on already. And, uh, which is pretty cool. You know, she, she did the yeah, whole, that was awesome, she man. arranged that was, it. Yeah, she kind of set that up. Yeah. Right. Which is crazy because like, it's kind of letting her, well, you know, she was a junior, so she still had another year. That's right. So he was he was a senior, she was a junior. So yeah, um, and I and I don't know the timeline there if that was after you know they graduated or what or if it was the summer before. But um, yeah, I thought it was awesome, man. I thought it was awesome that she set that up and she you know she's kind of giving up her boyfriend to go like you know do you know do stuff. So yeah, go play football and fly across the country to California. Exactly. So Nickerson was going to be the coach, though. Yes, yes. He said. Okay. Because Mary tells him, I want you to come play football for me, you know? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, right. at one of the finest uh, engineering, what is he doing? At one of the finest engineering schools in the country. And uh, Yeah, that's right, yeah. 
And I remember being a kid thinking, well, Cal Poly, because there's a Cal Poly in Pomona, right? Well, yeah, and, that's what I was thinking as a kid. So. Right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, wow, they're talking about Cal Poly Pomona. You know, <laughs> it was actually Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. To this day, they you know, they have a team there, of course, and the Big Sky Conference. That's uh, right. Of which, right. which, uh, which uh, congratulations, your son's going to be a part of that. Yes. That, uh, that conference uh, in Northern Arizona. Thank you, Jen. Yeah. yeah, that is awesome, man. Congratulations. It's going to be a... That's going to be a fun time, man. I, oh. can't, I can't wait to catch some games. For sure, man. No, we got to go. And But, uh, yeah, I got to play against Cal Poly myself, you know, being at Cal State Northridge. And, uh, right, yeah. yeah, I got I went up there one year. We, we got to travel up there. Man, it's beautiful up there in St. Louis Obispo, you know. And uh, But, anyways, yeah, so the movie ends, and uh, he gets his scholarship, and, Craig, you know, Coach Nickerson forgives, and all is well, man, happily ever after, and, you know, Steph Georgievich realizes his dream that he's going to play college football. He's going to move on and go to engineering school and, and leave uh, Ampipe, you know, That's the right, Milltown. Yeah, yeah. I would love for them to make a sequel, man. Oh, that'd be That awesome. would be great. And just see, just see what happened to everybody. So. <laughs> kind of like yeah. with the Karate Kid. That's, That's right, man. Cobra yeah. Kai. Cobra Kai, man. Let's get, let's get, a, let's get to see what happened, man. But uh, yeah, it was a, it's a, you know all in all a great movie. I mean, something we don't talk about. And another thing I have not been able to find was that was a heck of a soundtrack. Uh, I don't think they put out a, like an official soundtrack, but it was no. uh, the music in that was fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it was just like really good uh, '80s movies. Um, you know that opening song. You know all the right moves. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a uh, great, great Jennifer. Uh, Warnick, I think her name is, that she sang it. So you know she, you know what other song she's done. No, no, please tell. Yeah, so she did the uh, I've Had the Time of My Life. Uh, oh. The, uh, the Dirty Dancing song. So she did that song and she did the uh, uh, Up Where We Belong, uh, which is that <laughs> of Officer and a Gentleman, from Officer and a Gentleman. Really? Yeah, so she, she was like the show tunes girl, man. So, so she's the one who did the, uh, All the Right Moves. Oh, so she okay. So she did that. Uh, she, you, you mentioned uh, she did all the uh, officer and a gentleman. What was the third movie she did? You, um, um, uh, um, dirty dancing, dirty officer and a gentleman. Or you know, she did some like cheesy song for like Rambo three, like the end <laughs> credits of Rambo three. What was her name? Yeah, again? Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Warnes W A R N E S. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. That was she, her. Yeah. Jeez. But there was just some like catchy little tunes in there. Um, There's a song called Unison uh, that was uh, the song that they were playing. Remember when they're in the locker room and they're all dancing and, um, you know, dancing around? Yeah. Where Tanks yeah. is his jockstrap. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's called Unison. Okay. And uh, I believe the dude's names were uh, Andy Goldmark and uh, Bruce Roberts. So they put this song together. Um, and it's just like, total 80s like kind of song wow um, so it's been um, I can't find it I can't find it on iTunes or Apple Music or anything but um, Celine Dion did a remake of it in the 90s wow so if you get a chance to listen to it or freaking get get a, get a put a little bit of a, a little sample on this uh, on this podcast of that song okay. and you'll you'll remember the tune and you'll be like oh my god that's the song that they were dancing to in the locker room but it's Celine Dion doing it Really, and it's got a little bit of a '90s like feel to it, but it's like you could still feel like some '80s in it. 
Is that uh, that's the song Unison? Unison. Yeah, yeah it's called Unison by a. Uh, uh, well, I, I I would just put it as Celine Dion because I I highly doubt you find it. And she, um, I think you could buy it on like vinyl. The whole like all the right moves album uh, soundtrack. But wow, bro, that's a. Uh... Yeah, but there were some catchy tunes, man. I mean, uh, for sure, no, uh, no. Yeah, one of my favorite ones was uh, the Last Stand. It's called the Last Stand uh, by a guy named uh, uh, Doug Kahan, um, okay. and that was the song that they play when they're in the bus ride oh. when they're driving to the, when they're driving to Walnut Heights. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's tough, a good dude. one. Excellent. Yeah, man. Yeah, so so good, good songs in there, man. And then there's this one song, man, and I cannot find it for the the. The death of me. Uh, it's when uh, Bosco picks up. You remember when Bosco gives uh, Georgievich a ride to school? Yes. And he jumps in the car and it's like, boop, 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 and okay. it's like this really cool, like taxi tune. Right, right, right. Uh, I got, I gotta find it, man. I gotta find oh. it. But that's a good. Uh, that's another good little song there. Yeah. Seventies though, which kind of fits because you know Bosco's probably still stuck in the seventies, <laughs> so he's driving his like Trans Am or some kind of crazy car. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I got another fun up. fact in that. Yeah, another fun fact right. in that is that when when he gets in the when uh, Georgievitz gets in the car with Bosco, there's two girls in the car. Well, one of the girls is from um, uh, Johnstown. Oh, okay. Um, she's from like the neighborhood, and they uh, they they saw her walking down the street, and they said, "Hey, we need we need a girl to be in the car. Do you want to come and be an extra?" And she was like, "Yeah." Well, she was like uh, she was mental mentally disabled. Oh wow! And they uh, and they they allowed her to you know kind of be a part of the movie. Oh, which, okay. Which you know, which Chapman I think you know kind of says a lot about him to kind of let you know kind yeah. of let like a local girl part of it. And I guess she became kind of like a girl, you know, back in like the eighties. You know, like she was that kind of like really helped her out, helped her confidence levels out, and uh, her being in that movie. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. So man. people used to be like, "Yeah, like how did you get a part of that movie?" She was like, "I just went for a walk." I just went for a walk and they asked me to ride in a car with Tom Cruise. Wow. And she just like kind of blew up from there. So that's cool. That's cool, man. I love yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I wish he would have directed more movies. I mean, I thought he did a pretty good job. Chapman did a pretty good job on it. I mean, obviously most of his career was in, uh, um, cinema, cinema, photography. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. But, uh, and he, uh, you know, he did a lot of work. I mean, he's done a ton of movies. Now he hasn't directed any, this was probably the best movie he directed. For sure, but um, sure. cinematography wise, I mean, he just did a ton. Oh yeah, uh, even even worked on a handful of movies with my cousin, who was uh, my cousin uh, Bobby Munoz, who was uh, like a key grip back in the day. Oh so wow, he worked with him on yeah. So he's uh, I know we've talked about him and some of the movies he's yeah. worked on, but he worked with Michael Chapman on wow, K- Kindergarten Cop, um, <laughs> Lost Boys, Ghostbusters Two, wow. um, Space Jam. You know, there was just. Uh, uh, movies that he worked on with him. So um, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, those guys must just kind of stick together sometimes and just, For sure. you know, just do all the different things. Right. right. All the crews kind of still stick together. You know, those film yeah. crews. That's pretty cool, James. Yeah. Bobby Munoz. Yeah. You told me about your, your cousin, right? Yeah. You told me, yeah. yeah, I've talked about him. Yeah, man. Michael Chapman, for sure. He's, he's worked on, uh, I mean, uh, looking at his resume, he, he's been on, uh, some pretty big films, man. Again, you know, Raging Bull is, of course, known. Um, that's, uh, you know, Ghostbusters 2, you know. Kind of, like you said, um, 
yeah, The Fugitive, Kindergarten Cop, Doc Hollywood, Space Jam, Primal Fear, and uh, uh, even a Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver, yeah, yeah, unbelievable, man, unbelievable. Yeah, so man, this this movie is uh, just filled with trivia tidbits, man, and you know, fun facts, and um, it's pretty cool when you you know. When, when you when you shoot on location like that, all that stuff's gonna happen. You know, like the, the situation with, uh, like you mentioned that that girl that got picked out of the. She was walking, literally walking down the street, and they, they she got in the movie. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. So yeah, it's, it's cool the way things work out, and just uh, you know, and I like. And we talked about. It. I mean, you had a you had a a, a, a career in the, in the in Hollywood as well, so you know you know the way it is, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. A, brief, a brief stint in Hollywood. So uh, <laughs> I never got him. I never did that, bro. But I, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. Uh, I guess you're never too old, right? I mean, no. you need people of all ages, man. Oh, of course. We, no, just like, man. You may have to come out of retirement and mentor me, bud. I I want to, man. I, I, seriously, <laughs> man. <laughs> I would love to get back into it. You know, maybe uh, hopefully it's in the cards. And uh, but uh, yeah, man. You know, but. Uh, James, I'm glad, man. You, you you came back and you um you know, you spent some time with me here covering the the movie that we love, you know. Definitely, um, definitely. And I forgot to I'll mention. I'll be happy, man. I'll be happy to join you, man. Oh, go ahead, what, man. What's that? No, I was gonna say. Uh, I forgot to mention today. Tonight is a special night. We made history tonight, James. You didn't even. I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, I, I no, you don't even know. Oh, wow. Do you know we? You yeah, know? no, man. Yeah, well, what's going on? Well, tonight is the uh, one year anniversary, exactly to the night, one year anniversary of the '90s Galore podcast. Uh, yeah, so I, I, how could I forget to mention that? But you know, yeah, well, congratulations, buddy. It's been it's been a good run so far, man. Yeah, you know, and, and it's and it's only getting better. Thank you, thank you. I, I want to believe that. I want to. Uh, and as your as your uh, one year guest, uh, you know I, I gladly accept the Super Bowl ticket you you're going to be sending me. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. <laughs> Don't mention mail, it. Bud. Don't mention it. <laughs> I just blew my life savings and. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, no, man. But hey, seriously, man. Congratulations! Thank I listen to every every one of your podcasts, and um, it's fantastic, man. I mean, just. Uh, what you've done in this in this short year's time uh, has been great, man. And I and I I support you, brother, and I'm proud of you. And uh, I look forward to just seeing you uh, just grow this bigger and bigger, man, and just get better at your craft, man. So thank you very much, you're doing great, brother. So congrats. Thank you. Yeah, that means a lot, bro. And I, I know you've been supportive uh, every step of the way, and uh, I truly, truly appreciate that. You know, um, and uh, do you want to? Uh, plug anything james i think you, have, you want to plug your instagram or where, where can people follow you uh yeah you can find me uh instagram uh, i think it's uh, james g taylor iv or team taylor iv uh at instagram and uh yeah just on there and most of my stuff's uh, 49ers related but yeah and when i'm uh, when i'm a guest on the 90s Glory podcast you'll see my stuff on there but uh you know i should give you and you when you do post this episode on the on your social media i have a um couple of years ago my uh, my boss the guy that I mentioned, uh-huh. uh, he he got me a uh, Stefan Georgievich Ampipe jersey, I, a framed Stefan. I think I sent you pictures. Yes, 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 no, no. I I, I was thinking about it earlier. I was going to mention it. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It's yeah, a replica, so, right? And then you, yeah, you, it's a replica jersey, man. So it's oh. great. So I, I want to get some pictures and yes. put it in there. And 
Yeah, um, post that. Post that. Yeah, I will, bro. I will. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 hilarious, man. Yes, that's awesome, man. And uh, who is that? Um, what's your uh, uh, Ben Stern? Ben, that's right, Ben. I met Ben. Yeah, yeah Ben Stern. Yeah, shout out to Ben Stern, and he's uh, he's from uh, Connell, Connellsville, Pennsylvania, and yes, uh, born and raised, uh, born and raised out there, and uh, you know he he has a he you know what he has a love for uh, all the right moves as well, and knows a lot about uh, the steel mill towns and oh wow. Pittsburgh as a whole. So yes. uh, he, he was a great tour guide. He took me and Nick out there, and uh, it was just, it was fantastic. So. Uh, yeah, but it was funny though. He brought me that, uh, got me that jersey. So, <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'm gonna get some. Uh, I want to get some like movie stills from that that movie and put them in. Definitely you know, put it from like the from the game and put them in there. So, yeah, you got to do that. You got to do that. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I put in a couple. I posted a few. Well, actually, I posted one. Um, the one, the uh, title, the title card. I think um, of uh, with Tom Cruise on on, on the front. You know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think, so I'll get you that picture, man. You can add it to the yeah, add it, add it to the add it to the social media, right? Definitely, man. And um, I was gonna mention also. I want to give a shout out to uh, Chris Garcia. Thank you for uh, following us here on Instagram, Chris. Um, hey, Chris. I got to meet Chris, man. I've heard so much about him, and yeah. um, you know, I, I, Chris, I've been called an honorary Spartan, man. So you know. I, <laughs> I feel like yeah, I feel like I know you, but um, we'll, we'll meet soon. But thank you for following us, man, and uh, thank you for the support. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a he's a, a great friend of mine. Uh, he's a, one of the, a Spartan legend. Um, and, yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, a, a music aficionado as well. So is that uh, right? You know, yeah, I'll get you guys in touch with each other, and uh, we'll we'll uh, next time he's in town. He he lives out in Arizona. Jeez, we're going to be spending some time in Arizona, man. So, yeah. Uh, like, Where does he live in Arizona? Uh, yeah, we'll definitely. He lives in, um, he's like in Phoenix or, you know, it's kind of in that area. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the Phoenix area. Yeah, so he's uh, just a great dude and I uh, love the guy and, uh, yeah, I love to kind of get you guys in touch, man, because he knows a ton about music and oh, he has a real love, love for music as well. We got to get him on. We got to get him on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome, so man. A good guy, man. So. Awesome, man. Well, definitely, James. Um, again, it's been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in tonight, uh, as always. And um, uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts uh, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, like us on Instagram. Like us on Twitter at Nineties Galore, and uh, drop me a voice message on, uh, on Apple Podcasts or Anchor. Where again. We want to hear from you. Uh, let me know what. Uh, give me some suggestions. That you, someone you want to hear us profile. Let let us know what you want us to. What you want us to hear. I'm sorry. What you want us to profile on the '90s Galore podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. Okay, so definitely do it. However you want to do it. You know, let me know on on Instagram, whatever. Uh, because I'm here. To, I'm aimed to. I aim to please you listeners so again thank you everybody we'll see you next week on the 90s galore podcast for james taylor i'm andy zaldivar and always remember to take it easy